Next time on Star Trek The Next Generation, the crew docks at a star base for repairs. I'm getting an indication of possible trouble in main engineering. But kidnappers trick the crew into an emergency evacuation. Abandoned ship. Stealing the Enterprise and its captain. But this vessel must not fall into hostile hands. Set auto-destruct sequence. Now. It's a deadly countdown to disaster on Star Trek The Next Generation. Weeknights after married with children on Fox 35. Hey, only Star Trek podcast that exists on the internet. I'm Peter, that's Rachel. Hey. I love those trailers. They're so good. Oh, no, it's um, going to autoplay something. Okay. Oh. We're fine. What? We're okay. Yeah. Are we good? Yeah. Time Oof. for not time for not our theme song. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping this rolling is what I'm talking about. You're, See, this is what I'm talking about. You're, you've been talking about this. And... I've been talking about it. I've been blogging about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready? Here you've we been, go. Have you been posting on MySpace? Here we go. Yes. No. Answer the question. No. Uh, okay. Number one song, February 1st, 1988. Boom. Matches the energy I was bringing it really does like i mean when i would hear this song if i was hearing the song for the first time which i am i am as well i don't think i've ever heard this song um it i immediately think of you this is like an exact i think energy Just, match i think this is you're supposed to remind me to turn it's too loud down peter uh, let's let's do, let it play for a minute to the chorus. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I do like her vest, though. Yeah. I'm it's, a fan of Jean vests. What's Tiffany oh. up to? This is Tiffany, colon, could have been. <laughs> Not colon, could have been. The title of the song is Tiffany, colon. Been. <laughs> Tiffany's colon, could have been. Um, <laughs> I don't want to That's know the chorus. Colon. This was the number one song. February 1st, 1988. Maybe I have heard this. The song is three minutes and 35 seconds long. It and sounds... I don't... This it is, sounds like the, the kind of song that plays like... So like in a movie, when you have... Uh, when it's rolling the credits and it's playing songs that are like related to the movie. Mm-hmm. And then like... It gets passed and it's just like going through the list and it switches to like slow jams. Yeah. This is something that would play like at the very end of like a Disney movie. It, it some sort of like animated feature. It it also like be, gully. It, our our religious backgrounds are different, you know, mm-hmm. but we are have both, you know, uh, since ostracized ourselves from them. But mm-hmm. the this reminds me, this feels like mega church mm. songs, but mm-hmm. the rare time when they would seek out a secular song that they were like, that you know, churchy. it sounds like it. And it really does have a positive message. And we're like, it's like the little, like you get like a little taste. You get like a little taste of something that you could like, oh yes, Bob, I've also listened to secular music you know about <laughs> mm-hmm. jesus now mm-hmm. so oh mm-hmm. did you hear that guitar coming in wait a minute 
That's okay. sick. That's sick. I love a good overproduced guitar, 80s guitar solo. <laughs> I do actually really like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. That song. Close I have that. immediately forgotten. <laughs> it could have been. It could what have been it sounded like. Song. We're setting the oh. scene, everybody. So We're setting the scene. This is the what? context for the. Some some cultural context. For what's going on the week of February first, when one one zero zero. One one zero zero one zero zero one. One zero zero. One zero 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 one one zero zero one zero zero one zero zero one. Yeah, you got it. Uh, episode it went away. What does that stand for? I, I didn't think to look. We'll get up. to it. Please. Am I? Am I? I'm. I'm not matching your it. pace. Am I? You are. Okay. But. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We are, we now remember the feature we started last week was um, mm-hmm. number one movie. Yes. Of, of the week of February 1st, 1988. So it's the same movie from last time. It's still Good Morning Vietnam is still holding number one. So in following with our format, we then go to the number two movie, which mm-hmm. was actually on the on the it was number one previously and and has been in the box office for longer than three minutes oh i spoiled it then good morning vietnam was so here's the uh here's the number two movie from Mm -hmm. uh february 1st 1988 touchstone pictures presents down steve (laughs) turn it down ted danson Jack. I forgot to dance with us. Oh, you look different. What happened? I did too. I'm dressed. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Three incredibly <laughs> men hoping to meet some incredibly perfect women. So what a women. pervy movie. Now, at last, they're about to find that one girl yeah. who will sweep them off their Three fuckboys find a baby. That's a baby. It's a baby. Of course it's a baby. It's your baby. No. It's not my baby. It's Jack's baby. The child doesn't look anything like me. I have more hair. Well, I want to see the way you three big guys handle this one. <laughs> what the hell? Did you not see this movie? Two different kinds of diapers. Have you seen this movie? Uh, maybe half a time. It was on TBS a lot. I do not remember. I love this these movie. I build 50-story skyscrapers. I assemble cities of the future. I can certainly put together a diaper. Will somebody please tell me what the hell is going on around And now here? it pees on him, right? And it pees, yeah, yep. Yeah, it pees. Yeah. There's a Good. sequel, Three Men and a Little Lady. Touchstone pictures oh, right, yeah. Three normally intelligent men and one little girl. Because <laughs> men don't know how to parent. <laughs> they, they have no funny. common sense. <laughs> is losing her. Who's got a... Who's got a more... I, by the way, this trailer is two minutes long. Can you drive a little faster, please? It's very long. You don't need this much. About three dedicated bachelors and the one woman in the world they couldn't live without. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. It's not funny. It's not cute. I hate it. 
And then to trail off on that. And a baby. I think she did a doodle. Your turn to change her. I'll give you a thousand dollars if you'll do it. <laughs> Tom Selleck's voice is not as deep as you would think coming out of his face, you know? Yeah. It's it looks higher like pitched. That uh that mustache should like add an octave. Who's the the iconic mustaches of of mm-hmm. the stars uh mm-hmm. it's tom Selleck. um mm-hmm. uh what's his name sam elliott mm-hmm. that's it oh uh, no wilford brimley wilford brimley wilford brimley yeah. yeah um what about um uh what, oh what's this, uh, can i can i pause for just one second yeah <laughs> you gave me a look though. Am I interrupting you too? Much? No, I was just trying to it was me trying to figure out um there's a guy that I always confuse with Tom Selleck, but me telling you that. So the, the look you were getting was me realizing that me saying to you, you know, that guy I always confused with Tom Selleck. You know that would, guy would Barack not Obama. be helpful. Um no. No, the um Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. What's that guy? Yeah. That guy yeah, and that's Tom the Selleck other guy. The same person in my head. And now I can't remember his name. But there's Smokey a naked the picture of him in uh, Buka yes. de Beppo's in Milwaukee. Yes, he was going to in be in. Um, yeah, that's a famous picture of that guy whose name I also can't <laughs> think Smokey of. Smokey and the Bandit. And there he is. And he Who went. The fuck is that? He went to FSU. Uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. He was going to be in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That um, that Star Wars, that Star Wars movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Star Wars movie, <laughs> uh-huh. the Quentin Tarantino movie. He was going to be in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That that last oh, Tarantino sure. movie, but he died before um, before. So Bruce Stern took his characters. But mm. what I was going to say is. Wilfred Brimley, Groucho Marx, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wilfred Brimley. Let's just set the scene here for a second. You, Clark Gable. You, yes, Wilfred <laughs> Brimley. So let's just set the scene here for a second. Uh huh. We, you know, you're you're about to have you've gotten married. You're mm-hmm. like parent. You're oh look, we're about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Go to the hospital baby comes out looks like a weird little alien like all babies do mm-hmm. you look down at this creature and you go i'm gonna name it wilford <laughs> oh, yeah oh, yeah and just coincidentally this thing looks like an old man for his entire life <laughs> <laughs> he's he what was actually like- born with the mustache <laughs> and they were like the only name that we can name this thing is wilford yeah it's like um, the name predestined him to look oh my god he did look like that when he was he, young he looked like that all he's like yeah so okay that's really funny okay um also salvador dolly has an iconic mustache yeah yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah okay. einstein yeah. Okay. Any more before um, I try to? Sh- I'm I'm trying to shove us out of this. And you keep going. <laughs> I do. 
uh, um, uh, uh, Ron Swanson. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm done. Okay. So I, I do have a list oh. in front of me. I did Google mustaches. You but... just said, you just said you were done. <laughs> I know. I'm saying <laughs> that I both am done and I have been working off of a list of people with mustaches. Okay. You can go now. Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, you can say what you were <laughs> saying, not, okay. like, like, not okay. like leave. Great. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to drink some water. So, all right. Um, let Giant. us, we're, we're going to, here's current events slash spoilers for Winter Soldier. Okay. We're doing both. Okay. So, here we go. There. Has a little bit of a lag. Uh, current events. Current events. For, spoilers for Winter Soldier. Current events. Spoilers for Winter Soldier. Current events. Spoilers for Winter Soldier. And Falcon. Sad. Falcon for the Sam and Bucky show. Sad current event. Shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to dwell on it too much because I feel like we could take up the entire time. This is a show that is the, the podcast that we make is a little respite you know away mm-hmm. from terrible shit that's happening in the world like um in the middle of this george floyd trial the brooklyn center police shoot an unarmed 20 year old who was having like a routine traffic stop um shot another black guy yep and the you know she mistook her she says she mis- she mistook her gun for a taser and so shot somebody point blank in the side and there's video of it and so it's just terrible it's just terrible it's it's awful and the idea that someone could make that mistake like they the photo that they keep touting or um promoting of her is like her like academy graduation photo, um, okay. but she's not she's not new to the force. She's no twenty five year veteran. Something yeah, like that. yeah. Um, and there's I, yeah, and they have them on different sides of the body. And if she made that kind of mistake, then like, like if it was a legitimate mistake, then the police training is even more abysmal than I thought. (laughs) I I feel I hear I have like a multi-part thought on this. Mm -hmm. Barring any sort of like post-editing audio on the footage that we've all seen, which I don't think they would do because I think I don't think that happened. If it did, that's something else. But I don't think they did that. Mm -hmm. I think she thought that was a taser. I think she did. But, but it, it doesn't, it, 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 that doesn't matter. It's, I, not, I th- a, it's not a better answer. <laughs> no, I, I think it further illustrates uh, unconscious racial bias. Um, it illustrates like how law enforcement is taught to, uh, like 
assume that a nonviolent offender leaving is just as dangerous as somebody who is leaving a scene that is like unknown, you know, like arms trafficker or like has killed five people and you're chasing them. It's like, they make dials on volume. Like you can just go, we'll get that. We'll get that guy. <laughs> like we know where he lives. Uh, right. Send, it, we can if pick him up at his house. <laughs> if it's that important, we'll get him at his house. If it, we'll put a something on his credit card. Um, we'll get if it's that important, you know. But he he was wanted for traffic tickets and like, and he had like an expired plate. Which, by the way. I I need to go update my license, which I haven't been doing because I the you can't do it by mail, and I'm not going into a DMV, which is like the pit of sweaty hell in the middle of a pandemic. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. I'm gonna wait until my immunity kicks in, and then I'm gonna do that. So right. uh, it, it's just, I think, yeah, I think I. How about save the guns for the violent, like for violent offenders? Oh, mm-hmm. is it, well, let me look here. What does this guy have on his record? Oh, he, he, you know, he missed a, a court date. Missed a court date. Oh, this person, uh, you know, shot five people and there's a warrant out for his arrest. Okay. And he and like appears to be actively shooting at us. <laughs> I, I would I would argue somebody that has shot somebody in the past and is fleeing the scene. I would I and anyway, who cares? It doesn't matter. Like I would yeah. say maybe that's another case to turn it up a notch and be like, let's shoot out the tires for that guy. Right. Because like the thing is, police aren't executioners. They're not supposed. Well, no, I should say they're not supposed to be executioners. Right. Um. And the number of videos that I've I've seen about um, I've seen videos from actual police officers and from military folks, both one demonstrating the difference between a taser and a gun, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that if this officer really did make an honest mistake, and it sounds like she did, that quote that's, unquote honest, right. Yeah. Um, that that is a, a different kind of negligence. <clears throat> um, and the number of military people making videos talking about how they have to be able to um, uh, be able to like report and rationalize every time <clears throat> they fire their gun. Yeah, exactly. But that level of competence is not required from police officers. Um, And the fact that um, civilians, untrained civilians are supposed to remain calm, but these police officers can't remain calm. Um, Yeah. And 
the, the um uh sometimes i do this when you and i are talking when you say and and take a pause i like jump in to fill mm-hmm. the silence is that annoying <laughs> no that's fine okay um cuz sometimes my brain is just like thinking and my mouth hasn't caught up yet um can i tell you my thought while you're yeah. it's sort of it's sort of a long way around but like can can i interrupt for just a, a quick moment for sure for something i want to say um just because I feel like it's important to say his name is Duante Wright. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of and course, um, of yeah, that uh, it's during the uh, the Derek Chauvin trial for the murder of George Floyd. Yes. I hope I didn't say if I misspoke and said George Floyd trial, I did not mean to say that. He, no, George Floyd is not on trial. No, so, <laughs> um, um, I knew what you meant. So I just wanted to. Clarify. Yeah, I hope I if I, I think I said something about. Yeah. Anyway, Chauvin's on trial, not George Floyd. So it is not the George Floyd trial, but some people shorthanded as that because yeah, uh, it's for the, whatever reason. Yeah. It's the salient um, point is yeah. this person and then dying is yeah. And then in the middle of um the the National Guard uh coming in to address um a grief response. Um We've also had video released of, um, oh, I can't remember his name. That's bad. Um, the kid in Chicago. The kid in Chicago. Yeah. The 13 year old kid. The footage kid. of the 13 year old kid who had no weapon. Um, yeah. Being, I'm looking up his uh, name too. And Adam Toledo, I think is. His yeah. Name. Yeah. I just, I can't, I can't begin to fathom the depth of fear and grief that the black community is feeling right now. Yeah. Um, Agree. Like I I have great empathy and sympathy, but like I saw a TikTok the other day of a woman whose husband wears a bulletproof vest when he drives on the highway. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it's got to change. Ugh. So listeners, I, if you're, if you're listening, call your representatives, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, even, so, even local politics. Cause there's, um, if you're in the Minneapolis area, local police forces are getting involved from like suburbs and whatnot. Mm. So call your city council. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. My, my thought is like, it's sort of a half form thought, but like, so in uh, journalism, in, when I was in undergrad for journalism, the penalty that we had for making a grammatical error was also considered to be a fact error. And so it's a college class. You, turn, you crank out like these, like we wrote articles based on like AP wire stories and if we got a fact error or spelling error, I think, I think fact error was 50% off of the hundred points. Like you fail. Mm-hmm. Um, dogs are barking outside and like spelling error was like 25 points. One for, for one, for one single spelling error, you know, you fail, you fail. Mm-hmm. And, and I wonder if there's like, 
some way for it, it's like I think part of part of the issue is from a behavioral standpoint is that clearly the cops doing these things are are not there's not enough like behavioral guards for them to to like assess and be like if this is wrong i will be in i will be in just the most terrible world of shit if i am wrong about right. this um so i had better be right Th- i need like checks upon checks upon checks upon checks in my own self to be like is this the am i present and is this the thing to do you know right um and i don't know how to achieve that like i wonder if they can figure out some sort of behavioral training thing to say like if you're a little bit wrong this will happen if you are like it's something so heinous and so like I had better not get myself into this rigmarole because if I do, it will result in pay docking. It will result in um, like retirement benefits being removed. Mm-hmm. It's some, something that's, that's like serious consequences, very, very serious, impactful consequences. Um, because unfortunately I don't think I think what one, I think it's totally 100% right for people to protest and to grieve and say the, and say these things. I think it also needs to be paired with a message that will get through to cops because in the meantime, we are stuck with cops, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I think in addition, I think in addition, something else needs to happen that is like, uh, that that cops will understand because they're they're not paying attention. They they won't pay attention. The cops that need that they ha- that need their behavior to be altered will not pay any attention to protests. I assure you. I, I they will be like, see, that's the problem. And right. it's like those are the people that you need to get through to. Um, and it needs to be a behavioral consequence that is outside of a grief response in addition to i should say yeah you know what Um, i mean yeah there needs to be a systemic change at the level of the police departments and the people who oversee the police departments yes Um, there needs to be um implicit bias training there needs to be consequences for racist behavior yeah um I, i do you think i i i if if i was talking to a cop like that I don't know that I would, I mean, I want to communicate the implicit bias training and, the, and, and that stuff. Mm-hmm. To me, it has to be behavioral because at the end of the day, that cop is going to tell you he's not racist and he's not implicitly biased, no matter how much training he gets. Right. And so for me, I feel like it needs to be like concrete. I don't care if you think you're racist or not. I don't care if you think you have implicit bias or not, but like. If you, you shoot somebody, 
you touch your gun, a sensor goes off that, you know, prevents your hands from using your credit card or putting food in your mouth until that hand is like scanned or, you know, I don't know, like some kind of, some kind of just like standard operating procedure that halts everything for that person. Or like any time a firearm is discharged, a full report has to be made and it has to be justified or your pay will be docked. Right, right. And it has to be someone outside of that cop's realm and maybe like an independent consultant, not affiliated with the police. Citizen review boards. Something. Yeah. Anyways, I'm getting, I I don't know. I really don't know what I'm talking about, but it's my way of mathing this stuff out. Yeah. Um, I mean, clearly something needs to change because like, um, a couple days ago in Hutchinson, um, which is like an hour west of Brooklyn Center. Is that uh, Wisconsin? Hmm? No, or is that Minnesota still? Uh, Minnesota still, Hutchinson, okay. Minnesota. Yeah. Um, there was a, a white guy who um, oh, yeah. was arrested after trapping a police officer's arm in his truck window and speeding off yeah. and then hit a cop in the head with a hammer I heard and he that. was arrested alive. So like, clearly they know how they know to do, how that. To do it. <laughs> they, yeah, they know how to. Um, they know how to subdue people. They know how to bring people in without killing them. And that has to be the standard practice. Because like, like I said, they're not. They're not executioners, even if the person is guilty. Mm. They're not executioners. Yeah, yeah, no, we don't. Right. Like Chauvin, even if I don't think he was, but even if he was justified in like, like uh, arresting George Floyd or detaining him, which I don't think he was because just let the guy go and let Secret Service, who is who deals with counterfeit bills, deal with it it. (laughs) like that's what they're for you know um so even if he was justified in like detaining george floyd which i don't think he was you could still detain a person and have them sit their ass on the ground you don't have to hold their fucking head up head to the fucking ground right anybody who I, i feel like maybe in order to be a cop you also have to be First, you have to do two years of kindergarten teacher uh, (laughs) training. Just be in a classroom with a bunch of unruly kids. And I guarantee you the teachers that I work with know how to de-escalate any sort of madhouse that goes far beyond like 10 at five or six people calling you uh, calling you names. Mm-hmm. it's like put a or like work work an er shift where you might have folks coming in who are gonna bite you right yeah yeah there's so many other professions that know how to de-escalate far better than like than cops do it seems yeah and 
unfortunately what that means is that it draws people to the profession that want a place where they don't have to de-escalate. Yeah. Yeah. So, so everybody, I don't know, call your, get involved in local politics, call your mayors. Yeah. Mayors can make change for that. Call your sheriff's departments. If call you're for, a, if you're one of these quote unquote good cops to call, call your, <laughs> call your, it's on you. It's on you to call your, your cop your buddies out and... on their bullshit yeah. too in the moment if you're if you know of some racist prick like it's on you if there are if there truly are quote-unquote good cops and it's on you to to manage your immediate vicinity and be like that guy is a racist asshole and i'm gonna not stand for it anymore you know yep anyways okay well do you have anything to add you have you Here's what I think. You have very concrete steps and mm-hmm. I have these dumb pipe dream mathematical <laughs> equations, but I, I, I truly look up to you and your uh, ways that you have uh, told people to handle this stuff. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I try to, You're welcome. try to do a thing. You're welcome. Um, yeah, let's uh Winter let's Soldier to some Winter Soldier. Some Winter Soldier. Let's make yeah. it let's let's make it a little bit quick, mostly because I don't have a ton to say about it. Sure. I have some things to say. You start. About the Sam and Bucky show. Um Sherman Bucky. That's what I call it because I keep forgetting about calling it Falcon or Winter Soldier or Winter Soldier or Falcon. And then I'm like Captain America and Falcon and Winter Falcon and Winter America. Yeah. Um, so Sam and Bucky show. I, it was a little bit of a so start. The last episode really grabbed me. Um, episode five. We've only seen five of the six. Yes. Cause the sixth one isn't out yet. Right. It comes out next week. Um, I really liked this episode. Um, and it's it's kind of re- in a way that is kind of related to what we've been talking about. That um, so there's spoilers, really really big spoilers, or something that I'm going to talk about. Yep. Um, so if spoilers, you haven't spoilers, seen spoilers. it, skip ahead for I don't know a couple minutes or whatever. We'll, um, we'll play the spoiler music at the end, so they'll yeah. yeah. Um. So there's a really to me it boiled down to this. Uh, a couple of scenes. One where Sam is talking to, um, oh, I've forgotten the character's name, the the older man who was a super soldier and was put in jail for 30 years. Isaiah. Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that discussion between them about what it would mean to be, what it means to be a black man in America and what it would mean to be a black Captain America. Um and then later, I was, n- the d- I was not expecting them to do that, by the way. Like, I was like, whoa, Disney kind of bringing it a little bit here. It makes me. I was impressed. So happy that pop culture is addressing racism because <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's part of how change gets affected is when it starts like seeping into our media and inter- entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and remind me to comment on that when you're done with this okay and then um the second scene that i really appreciated um from a from a uh, addressing racism perspective um is when bucky and sam are training they're tossing the shield around and they're talking about what it um that he and the bucky and steve didn't know and and how could they have known what it would mean to give the shield to a black man and um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i just feel like and granted it's coming from my white perspective but i feel like it's just a very it was a very thoughtful conversation about it and that Bucky um, handled it really well <laughs> for, mm-hmm. for a white guy. Um, there's a, a TikTok that goes around um, where the sound is talking about like this black family and it's like, and here's my family and they're all black except for Mark, but we fuck with Mark because Mark fucks with us. So like, we like Mark and, and it's always like a black family photo with like somebody's white husband. Yeah. Um, and yep. so like Bucky is definitely a Mark <laughs> in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the, the bit where he's like slyly flirting with Sam's uh, uh, <laughs> sister was funny too. Yes. Um, I, I am a hundred percent shipping Sarah and Bucky because she deserves a very useful man and he would be so useful. If you don't know what shipping means, shipping, quote unquote, means wanting two people to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I didn't know what it meant for the longest time. Oh, also, really? fucking with can mean two things. <laughs> One can mean you're messing with somebody. And another parlance is Oh, I quote unquote fuck with that person. That can be a a jovial, good natured thing in which like, implies uh, we friendship. get along, and uh, I would I would hang out with them and I would do stuff with them. Do your yep. parents listen to this, or do we curse too much? Uh, I mean, they listen to this, and I mean, we curse a lot, but that's fine. They don't care. They, okay, they know I swear. Okay. Hi, mom and dad. <laughs> hey. Um. But, uh, and overall, I've, I've been really enjoying the show. Um, I hate the person that they chose for Captain America. And you're supposed to. Yeah, that you're supposed like, to. You're supposed like, to. they picked a really good person. And I've seen in interviews where he's kind of been enjoying being sort of the Marvel oh, yeah. punching bag right now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's the, uh, he's the heel, you know? Like, he's it, the heel. It, everything, yeah. is, uh, everything is wrestling. Um, and yeah, he's the heel. It's fun, shit, the, it's fun to play the heel. Oh my god, the moment when he like I've been so I've been watching it with Annie. And like there's the scene where those there's all the like super soldier shots on the floor. Mm-hmm. And Annie and I were like, oh shit. He's gonna shit. He's gonna pick it up. Shit, he's gonna pick it up. Uh and then he did. And we're like, oh no, oh no. And then uh when he kills the guy with his shield. Yeah. So, so here, here I, I've got some thoughts. Okay, what's your thoughts? Um, first few episodes of this could not have cared less. It was very, <laughs> very boring to me. It's like mm-hmm. kind of this brightly lit motif that's like, "Hey, we're James Bond. We're uh, born identity. 
oh, blah, 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 inside baseball, kind of mumbly, talky stuff. First few episodes was mm-hmm. um, boring, 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 boring. Helicopter, helicopter, something boring, boring to me. After mm-hmm. after uh, WandaVision, it was just sure. like, why are people talking about, oh, but, but and then like some mumbly stuff about like the blink and it's just like, I'm, I, like my eye is literally watering right now, like trying to like, gra- like pay attention to the details of this. Mm-hmm. Um, boring, boring, boring. Um, the the stuff that you just talked about is the most interesting thing. Is like, why wait that long to bring this Isaiah character into this? He is mm. far more interesting than like like that whole discussion is super interesting the the we gave a a madman the captain america suit and shield super interesting like Mm -hmm. somebody who cannot handle their shit to the point that we were making before this it ties in here's a madman who we gave this authoritarian like power to appropriate interesting uh the flag smasher stuff is very is very dull it's very very dull for me it's just very very dull um and i don't think they i i like aspects of that of that female character that they have mm-hmm. um i like aspects she's she's she interesting is she mm-hmm. she's in uh solo I just don't think, oh, well, that's, <laughs> I mean, you don't need to insult her. Um, what I like a tool. Solo. I like Solo a lot. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, side, side podcast on that coming up. Yeah. Um, uh, but, eh, so anyways, that, that I didn't, my ears, my my human dog ears did not perk up mm-hmm. for winter soldier until the Isaiah stuff happened. And until we finally see at the end of episode four maniac, John Walker was like, okay, here we go. Now we got some like true wrap our head around. Like it doesn't, you don't need to like go into the lore about the blink. You don't need to like know all this Sharon what's her name and like who's mm. this and who's that it's like it need you need to give people like an emotional nugget in that moment for them to be like oh crap I'm I'm in it you know the other <laughs> stuff is like dressing so that like kind of helps the palate or whatever but if it's not like in the moment I it doesn't work for me so interesting those things worked. But, and now this is coming from somebody who I read the first comic I bought like consistently in the 90s was Captain America. Mm-hmm. And the first... Hi, Zob. It's okay. I know. Thank you, buddy. It's okay. Thank you. Um, you don't tell them no. You say thanks because you mm-hmm. want dogs to bark at things. Um. And so I read the first run of this John Walker stuff. Can I spoil some John Walker things for you? Yeah. So John Walker in the original uh, Captain America got 
Steve Rogers in the 90s timeline, he got the Captain America outfit taken away from him because he was in a he was trying to rescue hostages and there was no way around it. He had to shoot and kill the person who was taking the hostages. Okay. And so I don't quite remember he either he got it taken away from him or he resigned. I can't remember because he was so torn up about killing this person. Sure. So then they're looking around and they find this John Walker guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's similar, like the character is very similar, but the salient moment is different. What happens when you see John Walker become an absolute maniac in the comics is this domestic terrorism group called, I think, the Watchdogs takes his parents hostage and they're like sort of uh, Clark Kent-ish parent types, like they own a farm. <laughs> and they take his parents hostage because they know they're, it's Captain America's parents, right? <laughs> and they, they're hanging Captain America. They're hanging him from a noose in his own barn. And then he like sees his parents get shot or something like that. I'm reading this as like a 13 year old kid. Um, And uh, I'm trying to find the the image for you. I'm trying to find the image for you when uh, he absolutely loses his mind. Um, See, this is, that's the, that's the comic. That's the cover of the comic there. But there's an image of him. Oh, gosh. I don't know. What, what should I put here? Um, Captain uh, Barn. Uh, Barn. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Here we go. Um so uh it's gonna pay off if i can find it but this is bad radio <laughs> um okay while you're so, looking for it oh. so so see they're they're like stringing them up mm-hmm. um uh let's see let's see if it let's see if it comes here uh, uh, uh. yeah here we go 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 okay Oh, they don't have the, they don't have this. Anyway, there's, I remember there being an image in this comic. You see here, they have him like strung up and then they shoot his parents. Mm-hmm. I remember them. I, maybe it was in my own memory, but him like wrenching himself with his neck muscles, like oh, ripping the, like ripping the thing down and just slaughtering all of these terrorists see he's just like goes fucking crazy and kills them all and then he's holding the bodies of his dead parents oh god (laughs) and he's like a fucking maniac i saved you didn't you see oh shucks you don't have to thank me and there's like dead bodies um so i read that when i was like 11 you know So I'm I'm pretty. You just did a podcast about your age and appropriate media consumption. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the other thing I was going to say. So mm-hmm. I don't know where I was leading with that, but it, it, John Walker's got like a 30 year, or I guess almost 40 years of 
history in, in Marvel Comics. Pretty cool. Sure. Um, the other thing I was going to say is like, there's a whole... Man, this podcast is becoming long. Um, there's a whole <laughs> thread about that I have in my mind about like, media used and and like comic books and like popular culture media in the 80s and 90s i don't think i'm misremembering this it used to inclusion was a was a staple it was like captain planet um mm-hmm. gi joe as as like problematic as you might think gi joe is it was all about like like the stereotypiness of it was a little cringy but the message it was giving to kids was especially like, you know, uh, male identified dudes that it was targeted at me, right? Like mm-hmm. my type of person. The message I took away was it's fairness, it's inclusion. You don't judge people because they're different than you. You know, it, that used to be a staple of mass media, you know, mm-hmm. like that's what we all grew up with. And it sort of is not the case anymore, I feel like. Yeah, I think I think there is something. I don't know where I was gonna go with this. Um I have oh, I have I, a oh go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, just that I think it was um discussed more overtly in some ways. Um there's a so the reason that I think my theory, the reason that it disappeared is because a couple of, a couple of things happened. Um, one, they took away the requirement for, for um, educational programming. Like I forget what the, what the media rule was, but it used to be that you had to have X amount of time. If you're a TV station, it had to be dedicated to educational programming. And so G.I. Joe puts that PSA at the end, partially as a marketing maneuver, because they're like, look, we're kids TV and you can like you can check a box because it's educational. Mm -hmm. But it forced them to include these values type things. Right. Sure. And then the other thing I think that happened was there was that that equal time statute do you know what i'm talking about no i don't so they're equal time radio um equal time rule um yeah it's called the equal time rule so it used it it was equivalency um it used to specify that radio and television broadcast stations must provide an equal opportunity to any opposing political candidates you air donald trump for an hour you have to air an hour of somebody who opposes it and they did away with that reagan did away with it i think um anyways and so now it's just more further bucketing of this stuff which i think creates these polarizing media things and now it's not needed anymore right so at i think that's the kernel that leads that eventually leads to these far right people getting a major voice on these different stations and why you can have something like like Fox News that never has to have another opposing viewpoint on there, you know? Right. So 
Hmm. Boy, that was a big roundabout way. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's I think that's good to know, though. Um, I, yeah. So, anyways, I'm looking forward to the last episode. Yeah. The the final moments. They're like, I'm like, don't you fucking end on this? I didn't want to see how much time was left on the episode, but it's like Sam opening the box. I'm like, don't. God damn it. God damn it, Disney! Don't do this to me. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Open the box. Stay yeah. tuned next time when our hero will. I was so mad. Reveal their like, costume to you. God damn it! I'm like Disney. just, just let me see the costume from Wakanda. You know what I love? You know what I love, Rachel? Look how close I'm getting to emphasize how the Dora. Much I love it. What? The Dora Milaje. I don't know what that means. The by saying it right, by saying it wrong. You probably are. I just don't know names of things. Uh, oh yeah, the the the, the, guard. the female warriors from. They're cool, but not as cool as a goddamn Sam training montage. All uh, of these hero things, more training montages. I love a good training montage. Also, someone pointed out. Um, uh, I saw a video about it that pointed out that Sam left room on the path like he was rum. running on one side he wasn't running in the middle he left rum room oh. he left rum on the path room. Room. oh he left room as if he was running with steam okay that's uh, all right oh yeah you th- um i don't know if they intended i don't that. know if that's intentional or not uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good read though that's a that's a nice a- one Right. Uh, here's the thing. One of the things I loved about this show so far is that it's boys talking about their feelings. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think, again, that's how you like normalize this stuff is you talk about racism openly and specifically and you mm-hmm. let uh-huh. male identifying people, um, male coded people uh, talking about their feelings with each other. And helping each other emotionally. Um, sure. It was it, some some big old. Uh, did I I did I interrupt you? I'm sorry. You did, but that's uh, the one that thing. It's like the moment um, that like got me. Because um, as you know, like I never cry ever. No, you about don't have tear ever. ducts. I do not have tear ducts. Um, but the thing that got me is the scene where um, Sam and Bucky are doing sort of like mandated therapy together and yeah yeah Bucky says because if he's wrong about you then he was wrong about me oh right and him like like oh Bucky oh Bucky I, I think I, I think after I saw all of I think if I go back and watch that it might be more affecting because like yeah. it didn't hit me at the time I was sort of just like why are they still doing this oh and they needed scene... to front load all, all of four and five should have been at the beginning. It's mm-hmm. like the it's whatever they were doing at the beginning of this series did not work for me. Um, big lethal weapon energy. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. Which before uh, Mel Gibson died tragically in a, in a freak. Um, I think it was in a pit of his own farts. Yeah, he just he lit his own farts on fire and he's not he doesn't exist anymore after nope. Lethal Weapon 4. <laughs> and um and uh yeah, that's after mm-hmm. that he didn't do anything. But 
big lethal weapon energy, even down to the boat, like mm-hmm. Riggs and Murtaugh are like on a boat. Um, I, I love the boat stuff. The boat stuff was great. The training montage, like, here's the thing about these training montages. What kind of a person watches a training montage? I bet there's suckers out there that are like watching this training montage at like, I don't know, 930 at night. And then these suckers are going, oh, yeah, this training montage. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go do some spontaneous push-ups and like Uh grab my free weights. Those are suckers. That's I don't know anybody who does that. (laughs) Yeah. Who's watching TV at 930 at night and then is like, I know I'm going to do 10 push-ups and uh, then, you know, grab my 10 pound weights and like do some Mm. curls whoever does that just a chumpy sucker Mm -hmm. and is probably named me so (laughs) um wait there was one more thing that i wanted one more point Mm -hmm. julia louis dreyfus (laughs) in the marvel cinematic universe by how do you grab a cynical jerk like me how do you grab my attention you put my beloved elaine bennis into a property god bless julia louis dreyfus i was god bless everything i was like oh my god what just happened um apparently she was supposed to have been introduced earlier because black widow was supposed to come out before this oh okay and she's in that because the way she walks up uh, they frame it like you should know. Like I love I like I was expecting it. Sharon in that moment. Just because like black yeah. boots or whatever, but like she was so funny. It's such a weird so good. It's so the blank card. It's so weird to have somebody from my Curb Your Enthusiasm Seinfeld snarky like she's just universe. such a goober to be and she's she just does not give any fucks it's but she was so, so perfect great. in that like i don't know whatever kind of role you call that but uh I she was know. perfect in that moment of someone who is like powerful and knows how powerful they are like giving the the blank card she had like a swatch of purple in her hair rachel i might have to do something that has never been done before in the history of this podcast mm-hmm we might have to stretch this podcast into two parts because okay. <laughs> like we might have to record about the actual episode <laughs> tomorrow or something. That's fine. This is the prequel to the, to the one zero zero one zero zero one episode. Uh, which is great. Cause like we'll record and then we'll have like three things to say and it'll be done. So or two will be short. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Who cares? We can do that. But yeah. We can record, Sorry, we can record. A, a, and that way I won't feel like we're rushing, rushing us through this. This is the, <laughs> this is the winter soldier uh, um, slash very serious topics, mm-hmm. current events, topics episode. Because then, then, then I'm not going to rush us through this. But me saying that might have prompted the end of the discussion, which I didn't mean to. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a, a lot more to say though. I do. I think it's very interesting our different perspectives on the early episodes because, like, they weren't. Oh, I hated him. I I enjoyed it pretty quickly. Um, in part because what what these TV shows have been doing for me is 
um, they've been taking these characters that I did not give two shits about <laughs> previously. Like, I didn't really care about Sharon all that much. I didn't care. Like, Bucky was fine, whatever. Falcon's fine, whatever. But now I actually care about these characters um, because it's giving me time with them. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, has... I don't know. I've I've just really been enjoying this uh, additional perspective on these these characters. Yeah. So I actually really liked, it, and as well as the like sort of everyday stuff, um, like the the normalcy of um, Sam going to the bank with his sister and getting shot down. Yeah. Um, we'll take a quick break. Very very quick. Okay. I'm gonna, let's see. Do I remember how to pause the recording? I do. Okay. Through the magic of television, we will be back immediately now. Oh, thank you. We are back. back. <laughs> oh, wait. We should. No, you, you got to do the fakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I'm so glad we paused it to yeah, talk Jimmy about is that. Jimmy Oh, thanks. Thanks, Karen. Yeah, we'll talk. To- okay. Anyways, welcome back, folks. um (laughs) i think the i like that stuff but give me i'm i'm a fan of non-linear storytelling and i know a lot of people are like no you get jump around to like prove your dramatic point like they don't like it like Mm -hmm. the best way to tell the story start to finish fine Mm -hmm. but I don't mind a good, I don't mind a nice little jump around. Like, give me something, give me a person like me who is like, okay, I'm going to tune into this. I'm sort of in touch with this Marvel stuff, but I'm not like in the lore of it. That's not where the enjoyment of it comes from. Mm-hmm. What if they showed stuff from episode four and five little bits at the beginning and we're like, you know, did the whole two weeks earlier thing or whatever. I don't know. Like just that, that first few episodes, I didn't, I needed somebody to remind me of the immediate tension of why I should appreciate the Falcon. And I don't feel like I got that until episode four or five. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um, And I do love a good in media res situation. Um, I don't know I think um, I think WandaVision sort of helped train me to just like wait out a first couple episodes and that there will be payoff for me it was the opposite though the payoff for me in WandaVision was right at the beginning I was like oh they are leaning hard into weird territory hit me with the weird all right and then the other stuff where they were like Oh, but actually, you see, it's in her own brain. Um, like, oh, yeah. I mean, okay, that that's fine. Can we bring back the weird shit again? <laughs> there was some good weird shit in that show. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, any other thoughts about this? Um. Oh. What did they they sort of tip their hand when 
when the person was like, hey, I got the wings if you want them. And Falcon's like, I don't want those wings anymore. Yeah. Like, Interesting. Yeah. Do you think, uh, what's his name? It starts with a T. The guy who has the wings now. Tybalt. I don't it's know. Not Tybalt. I don't know what their names are. <laughs> uh, I don't know their names. The sergeant, that guy. Yeah. Torres. Uh, Torres. No, Bucky I think. Torres. I don't think like. Is Torres. is he going to be like another? Falcon? He's going to be Falcon. I think they're just done with Falcon. Um, let's see. Also, Falcon uh, I do think that um, keeping all of the worst baddies in on the raft is a bad idea. <laughs> worst baddies on the raft. I, m- I must have missed that. So. Um, the Dora Milaje take um what it's a it's a it's a stri- anyway it's just a it's a funny combination of sounds to me for some reason anyway <laughs> uh so the Dora Milaje um excuse me Dora Milaje I'm pronouncing it wrong um the Dora Milaje uh take what's his name I it's not Zumo what's what's the Zemo Zemo Mm-hmm. It's not far. Okay. Zemo, they take him to the raft, which is like a floating prison. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, where all of like the worst criminals go. The and Arkham Asylum like, of the of the MCU. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like that is going to be uh salient later. <laughs> like I feel sure. like that's yeah. going to be a, a big plot point. I later. like I I like a good uh Good setup. I like, I like reminders that this is comic book land. I want them to lean more into comic book land than I do want them to lean into born supremacy land. Yeah, I do think they did a pretty good job, like with the action sequences of keeping it pretty comic booky. Yeah. yeah. While yeah, yeah, also okay. like there being emotional payoff to the action scenes, like mm-hmm. when they all go get their butt kicked by the super soldiers mm-hmm. and then they drive off. Um. Like, I like that, that there's action, but it's not just action for action's sake. It's like action, and then there's like an emotional fallout for this action. Can I tell you how to ruin action scenes for yourself? Do you sure. want to know how to ruin action scenes? Just, let's just for sake of argument here, I'll do it right now. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just let's just do this. We'll say... Though, Jackie can you close Chan. Oh, okay, I got close it. It's on my screen. I thought it was on your screen. Never mind. Jackie Chan, police story. Oh no. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Let's just do this. Okay. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Video. Okay. Uh, where is? Maybe we got to say action. Just want a good. All right. Point being, just watch good Jackie Chan action, and everything else will suck. <laughs> Jackie Chan is pretty amazing. It's just like we're watching a clip from Police Story. He's running after a bus with. He did that. He did that. <laughs> he yeah. grabbed onto a bus with an umbrella. 
And I will say one of my favorite things in action sequences is trying to spot the stunt doubles. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he knows how to combine action and humor so well. Look at that! His his timing really is impeccable, that. both for like action and comedy. If he did not jump out of the way of that car, that car would have hit him in real life. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that he does like all of his own stunts. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, or like, yeah, I don't know. So mm, this is me being, you want to see real action? I'm sort of being a pain <laughs> in the ass here. Um, but, um, but I think we, we do have another, my producer is telling me we do have another sponsor. So we're going to mm. take another break. Okay. We're we're back. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, Johnny. Oh, yeah, we'll talk to you. Yeah, no, Jimothy's good. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. We were just uh having a laugh with the best boy grip producer. Mm-hmm. Good, good crew. Good crew we have here. One good other crew. how about one or two other topics? Not, okay. do we have anything else to say about Winter Soldier? I think I have like one other topic I would like to discuss. Um I don't know what else to say about Winter Soldier. Okay. Yeah. Looking forward to last ep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. That's Winter Soldier. Let's delve into another trailer. Have you seen this? Uh, have you seen this? No, but it reminds me of another trailer. <laughs> but you haven't seen this trailer? I have not seen this trailer. Okay, let's let's we're gonna we're gonna do the you'll hear it. You'll hear it. Okay. We're gonna do this trailer. Maybe not the whole thing because it's three minutes. Or maybe we mm-hmm. will. Who cares at this point? You gotta be kidding me. You're gonna risk the entire mission for a mental defective dress as a court jester. It's coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat on his head. We don't leave one. Oh my god. Behind. Hopefully Harley's still alive. No funny business, Colonel. These are dangerous people. Team two is clear to go. Fire up. Three, two. What are you guys doing? What? You, we're, we're here to see you. You were going to save me? It was a really good plan, too. Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it. That's patronizing. I'm so sorry. Harley quit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Idris Elba, thank you. Yes, uh, I know. Like, you know if. The deal? If you were going to complete the mission, you get 10 minutes <laughs> off your sentence. <laughs> you fail to follow my orders in any way, and I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. Oh my god. So this is the famous suicide squad. Jesus Christ, this looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it looks so much better than the first one. Any questions? God, John Cena. And yes, that is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, that guy. 
We fail to uh, listen, <laughs> you die. If we find out any information you give us is false, you die. If we find out you have personalized license plates, is that you die? Shit. No. If you I don't think it's Christopher <laughs> Walken. Harley. Although that isn't enough. No, it's not. It's uh, the guy who played Doctor Who. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Peter Capaldi. How much less than yeah. You're the yeah, yeah. leader. You're supposed to be decisive. And I've decided that you should eat a big bag of dicks. But this whole beach is completely covered in dicks. If somebody said I'd eat every dick until the beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problem. Why would someone put penises all over the beach? Who knows why madmen do what they do? <laughs> God, John Cena. Uh, have you seen the the thing about uh, the John Cena? To, oh. to Ernest Pipeline. No, but that sounds great. Um. Don't you worry. I'm gonna get you out of here alive. I'm going to get you out of here alive. This looks spectacular. It. It was a movie. I. Oh my God! We've got a freaking kaiju up in this shit. Oh. What the <laughs> <heck>? <laughs> and it's gonna kaiju. This is a rare occasion for me where even describing the movie and even just telling me who's in it, Mm -hmm. I would, I was like, they're making another Suicide Squad movie. The first one was not great. Why are they doing this? And this was uh-huh. a rare occasion where the trailer completely sold me on this idea. Let me let me tell you further what also sells me on this idea. Mm-hmm. That shark guy? Yeah. Sylvester Stallone plays the voice of the shark guy. <laughs> and I know it's like kind of like a Groot thing. It's like it's there's sort of a connection there. It's James Gunn. It's like Guardians of the Galaxy. Um yes. but God damn, it looks so good, doesn't it? It looks so good. Um, Did you see the Birds of Prey movie? I haven't seen it. I need to watch Birds of Prey. That movie did not get enough attention, I think. It's, it's fun. It's on HBO. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's on HBO. It's fun. I need to watch that. It's funny. Margot Robbie is carrying the whole... Well, maybe not carrying the whole thing because... Um, actress from Fargo I forget Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it too and Rosie Mm. Perez it's Mm. just such a good it's such a good comic book screwed up rated R it's like it's similar to like okay might be an unfair comparison here it's like the bridesmaids of uh like bridesmaids the movie it's like the Mm -hmm. bridesmaids of a Marvel movie. Come. Sure. Because it's just like they're being funny. They're being rated R. They're kicking ass. You know, it's like they made it's directed by a lady. It's like starring all these ladies. They're all like super funny, good action. Like uh, Ewan McGregor is being a creepy, creepy <laughs> weirdo <laughs> villain who's all it's like kind of Austin Powersy villainy a little bit, but mm-hmm. like. It's just all great. It's all great, I think. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch it. Um, I also enjoyed the Harley Quinn TV series, uh, cartoon series. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a chance, but yeah. Um, yeah. The shark character is in that. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Now you got my um, attention. Nobody uh, told I, me the shark guy was in that. 
yeah, the shark guy is in it. Though I think he's he might be played a little differently <laughs> than oh, okay. he does than he is in, in here. Um, Isn't but, that great uh, that Sylvester Stallone plays that guy's voice? <laughs> okay. Oh man, I love I love Sylvester Stallone. Uh, it's very good. Uh, I'm very excited about that movie. Um, yeah. So the uh, quick note before I talk about the trailer that I saw recently. Um, so John Cena is um, slowly turning into Ernest <laughs> of the Ernest movies. Um, and what's funny is, so Channing Tatum is turning into John Cena. <laughs> and so I Googled John Cena, Ernest. Something just... Pictures. What? Your phone... <laughs> that you were oh. talking to it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I searched for that on a popular searching site, and um, the pictures that come up for the audience is pretty funny. <laughs> Fun fact: I, with <laughs> with it, shocking regularity, I confuse John Cena and Channing Tatum all the time. So you said John Cena is turning into Ernest, and. Channing, Channing Tatum is turning <laughs> Channing Tatum Tatum is turning into John Cena yeah okay let me see uh, Cena oh I can see <laughs> like John like Channing Tatum is turning into a young John Cena as uh, John Cena turns into Ernest Ernest <laughs> yeah yeah that is so funny Honestly, like some of these, I, I googled. <laughs> Stop it! Your phone is just like real eager to get in on this. Yeah. I searched for uh, John Tatum is John Channing Tatum is John Cena, and honestly, like some of these pictures, I is this the same person? Like it looks like the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they play like very similar kinds of characters if they're in movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're both the same kind of goofy in yeah. the way that like big muscly guys can be goofy. Uh, anyway, so like <laughs> it's a it's a direct pipeline from Channing Tatum. The evolution, uh, the Pokemon evolution. <laughs> Ernest is the final form. <laughs> <laughs> the Pokemon. Um, Ernest is the final form. So eventually that means Channing Tatum is going to be Ernest. Yeah. Yeah. It's just in, in the same way that like um, everything evolves into crabs eventually. Um, are you familiar <laughs> with that? No. That there are multiple lines of evolution that ended in crabs. <laughs> everything type, evolves into crabs. I, I type into popular search site, everything evolves, and then it auto it auto completes into crabs. <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. <laughs> okay. Why do things keep evolving into crap? It's, it's Carson- uh, yeah, carcinization. Um, it's where like the the fizz.org image has like multiple evolutionary paths that end in crabs, and like we don't know why things keep turning into crabs. Oh my god, car c a r c i n i s a t i o n. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
everything turns into crabs. So everything turns into crabs, everything turns into Ernest. Yeah. Um, so uh, um, what was the... Uh, um, so we can make it be, we're trying to do some behind the scenes things here. Rachel, <laughs> tell me what to look up in the chat so that we don't spoil it so that we can play the audio and have people go, oh, what trailer is this? Um, so I'm not okay. going to say the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but a, a little buildup um, is there was a character in a movie that was filmed recently um, that turned out to be a sexist asshole and got fired from the movie so was completely digitally removed from the movie and what? replaced with um cgi oh. tignataro <laughs> is is this it right here yeah that's the uh, that's the name that's the name that's okay. the movie okay. um it also has some other uh okay here we go. Let's play Here we the go. let's play the trailer. Okay, we see a diner. And we see Zom uh, something about zombies. Mr. Ward. It's a uh, set set like uh, Dave Batista. Oh, it is Dave warm Batista. Summer's Eve. Dave Batista is Zack Snyder? Yeah. Met up with the gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. I haven't heard so of this. Took really? Yeah, I just found out about it. Um, uh, now we're looking at a casino and some and some plans. So not only said, is this a zombie movie, life. it's a heist movie. It's a zombie oh, heist movie. Oh, I love it. I love it. Directed by Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Look what it does. Oh, you gotta scroll back. Oh, I can see you out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Tignataro Tignataro as his like mechanic. Who looks like such a badass that I was like, if I had ever any doubt. I'm that I'm queer as hell. It was seeing Tignataro. I hate the Zack Snyder uh, sexist fanboys. I love Zack Snyder though. I think. Yeah. In and out. Well, and I. Like there she is. Like she's edited in so seamlessly. She feel she filled all of her scenes with a green screen, <laughs> which is great because also like this is during COVID times. That's a lot of zombies. Oh, there. wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, wait. I want to hear your commentary, but I want to, I want to, okay. I want to take this in. Like the zombies are fast and they're smart. They're not what you think they are. This looks great. May twenty first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're organized. I like that country oh, song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's that's a, I know that song. Now. Yep. Yeah, there's just like. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the zombies look so good because it it takes place in like Vegas or something. So this is the Where's... Army of the Dead trailer, if you want to Google yeah, it and watch. Yeah, go watch it, folks. Uh, Netflix. This is like Dave Batista running on uh, casino slot machines shooting zombies. Oh my There's god. A zombie wildcat. Or it's a zombie tiger <laughs> from one of the Vegas shows. Yeah. 
Oh, that looks great. Has some like left for dead energy. Has some like that story about who who. Okay, so tell us the backstory now. Okay, um, so let me look up the actor's name. Uh, Army of the Dead. So um, <laughs> look at the top comment on this thing. By top comment on the YouTube uh, uh, video for this is by the user Epic Asian, and here's the comment: Netflix colon. So what movie do you want to make? Zack Snyder colon zombie tiger. <laughs> zombie tiger. Yeah, I think that sums up like everything. It just looks like a fun, like action movie. You know, he's I yeah. I'm a pretty big fan of. I'm a pretty big fan of Zack Snyder's stuff. He's so over the top. He's uh, he's ridiculous. He he's absurd. I just I'm I'm on board. I'm on board with with his his uh, his stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's the actor Chris um, Delia. Am I saying that right? Delia. Chris. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Oh, and um, are, and so <laughs> so they edited out. Jesus Christ! Um, oh, that's so. So funny. yeah, he's like, he's facing like a child porn lawsuit. Like the well, Mary Sue headline says, "Let's just replace every terrible man in the movies with Tig Notaro." <laughs> uh, and I feel like there's an overlap with our Star Trek fan yeah. listeners who appreciate yeah. Tig Notaro. I also was happy to find out that like for the most part she filmed her scenes alone sometimes she refilmed with like actors opposing her this was a little way to keep her safe during covid oh yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah i love that um and she's just such a a goofy person but she, these pictures of her like as this mechanic with this like cigarette or cigar in her mouth it's great it's great it's a real big uh uh uh, uh just such like Butch, uh, yeah, um, 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 Sarah Connor, big yes. Sarah Connor energy, big, big, uh, Sigourney Weaver aliens energy, yes, coming out, um, just like aviators, a cigarette, some grease strategically cig- applied. Oh, and it's she's a so cigarello. like, cigarello. Yeah, cigarello. uh, and she's so like wiry, yeah, um. Though I, I enjoy so the slash film image on the right where she just sort of like this one, no, no, one down, the just the shitty Photoshop where just her in her jacket in the middle of the screen, right next to the one that's screen. highlighted. Oh, this one, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a yeah. picture illustrating what it would look like where it's just like a picture from her from one of her stand up routines, yeah, 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 like just put into the oh, so good, the poster, so good. um. I'm very excited because she plays like snarky mechanic uh-huh. so well on Discovery. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah, uh, she does. I am, I am thrilled, and um, it's just a very good energy. And I watch this, and I turn to Annie. And I'm like, I am so gay. And it, like, it, I know, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's. And what I like about just the energy of that trailer and Zack Snyder in general is he he it I think he's similar to um, James Gunn in that they make these funny action movies, but the action isn't diminished by the funniness of it. Yeah, know? it's like 
they they're aware of the absurdity of the thing that they make and Zack mm-hmm. Snyder either leans really heavy into the seriousness of it like in um uh his cut of the Justice League mm-hmm. I did we already talk about this people need to like I still haven't seen that it's so good it, people need to like it's too long the chapters are delineated on your on the bar it's not even Mm. like oh let me wait for it to appear it's like when you're watching the thing on hbo it's clearly delineated you can watch the first four you you watch eight hours of stranger things in the same day like don't talk to me about this movie's too long it's four hours you know like it's great it it's a great movie it's a comic booky over the top Greek and Roman gods as comic book characters movie. People just need to watch it and like, yeah, just watch it and have fun with it. And by the way, also Zack Snyder uh, left the original movie. And then somebody who we know now is sort of a piece of shit took over for him, Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. And he, the reason he left the movie is because his daughter committed suicide. And he was like, I don't care what you do with this movie. Do whatever you want to with it. Uh, leave my name on it, I guess, if you have to. But I'm going to be with my family because we're suffering this loss. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It, it seems like he he like launched Gal Gadot's career to a certain degree with, you know, putting her in as Wonder Woman in the first uh, Batman v Superman stuff. I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like the take on Joss Whedon is more a reflection of how toxic fan culture exists and not on uh, I'm sorry the take on Zack Snyder is how toxic fan culture mm. exists and not on Zack Snyder himself or sure. like the yeah. things he embraces and like leans into so I can get behind that um yeah one last thing and then I should probably uh, yep agreed pretty soon but uh this tweet <laughs> about Signataro yeah. and Army of the Dead uh, Kendall, Kendallie Brown um, tweets, all these years I've been telling people I'm queer when it turns out my sexuality is specifically watching Tig Notaro fight zombies while Kenny Rogers plays in the background. <laughs> okay. Yes, this is, this is accurate. That's great. Okay, and this has been part one of our review <laughs> of of one one zero zero one one zero zero one zero zero one the star trek the next generation episode part one part one (laughs) tune in next time when we open this mysterious case that was given to us by the wakandans and which we reveal the actual review of the episode episode. (laughs) that this show that this podcast is uh, ostensibly about okay so maybe this time you alter the sign off and just ask it to pause, right? Computer, save program. Okay, wait, say it one more time. Computer, save program. <laughs>